12 minutes after 8. Good morning, a happy Monday to you. Welcome to hashtag Fresh Tricks. The EFF, Economic Freedom Fighters, launched their manifesto this past weekend in Soshanguve, Pretoria. Among the changes the party has promised, the electorate is to remove provinces, create only national and local government structures, and lowering the voting age to 16. The theme for the EFF's election campaign is Our Land and Jobs Now. This is because the party believes after 25 years since democracy, only 10% of the population owns land and many remain jobless. The party is also promising harsh punishment for corrupt officials. At the launch, EFF head Julius Malema, the CICC, said corrupt state officials will receive a 20-year minimum sentence and forfeit the pension funds. I think it's 700 pages of manifesto, if I am not mistaken. Please welcome Ongama Mtimka, lecturer and researcher at Nelson Mandela Metropolitan University. Good morning. Good morning, uh, Fresh, and to your colleagues and the listeners. I hope I did not butcher your name, sir. Uh, you got it right. Thank you. Ongama Mtimka. Ongama. Thank you. Slight issue of the tonality. Okay, so it's just in the, that inflection there. Ongama. The EFF are making rather massive promises. They are, and uh, I think uh, the uh, credit to them, uh, they are detailed about uh, each line, uh, uh, each prom- uh, focus area, how, how, where, what, what is involved and what actions they think they will take. I counted about 99 yes. under the education uh, one, for example. So it's a very detailed manifesto. Uh, it touches on what South Africans, you know, uh, uh, can be assumed. In fact, it's been proven to prioritize over time. And in fact, we've got consensus in the country about what our priorities are. Mm. And the, 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 the terrain of contestation, in my view, among political parties is not necessarily the substance of manifestos, but uh, the, the character issues, whether they can, they can be believed to have the capability to do what they say uh, they will do. But great manifesto, but also my, my concern is it seems to be a very expensive one, especially if you look at the timelines they have put in in terms of when they want to have achieved a certain things. I think uh, the furthest year I could see was 2023. Mm. So it's, 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 quite, it's quite something. Is there any merit in people saying, can we have almost like a dummy's guide to your manifesto to all the parties? Give me a little in, book I can put in my pocket that breaks it down to me like I'm a five-year-old. In fact, first, I think that's the, that's the way to go. Because remember, part of the theory about why people participate or not in elections is around the cost of getting informed. So... I, I read this document till about uh, one o'clock in the morning, and I and think about an average person who is not a, a an expert in this field, uh, whose interest is only superficial. Yes, uh, it's too much for them to go through. Uh, I think 170 something pages, uh, and ANC is about 68. You still have the DA, and then every other political part. So I think you you, you got a right idea. But I think also you guys are doing a great job in having, in teasing out certain aspects of the media. Uh, and I remember the CIC did mention that that relationship between political parties and the media is very important mm. because it helps empower uh, people to get to the gist of what these 
long documents are uh, and therefore reduces the cost of getting involved. Or maybe even put them on the back of playing cards. Wow, that's a that's a nice idea. Uh, I mean that you could you could pitch that uh, to these political, but it's needed. Every platform, whether it's Twitter or Facebook, yes, uh, even chappies. Like, did you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember those? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so, so we need. Uh, I think the point you're making, you need to have uh, the the cost of getting information for the voter. As, as as low as possible yes. and reaching them in the platforms that they use traditional. Otherwise, participation uh, becomes a prerogative of only, or informed participation mm. becomes a prerogative of only the educated, highly educated. Absolutely. Sorry. 17 minutes after 8, this is Fresh Politrix on Metro FM. We're hanging out with Nelson Mandela University researcher and lecturer Ongama Mtimka. Lowering the voting age to 16, your thoughts? Hmm. It's an interesting one. Um, I mean, that population, the younger population, is the majority uh, in the country. So I think there's a case to be made there. question is whether they, because remember, they, the political socialization of, of, of people in general, whether you look at South Africa or the world, hmm. tends to be delayed. And it only starts getting quite interesting once people reach higher education. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you look at most contributions by politicians throughout history, Biko, Mandela and them, uh, if people really got crystal uh, uh, ideas once they were at uh, post, uh, post school. Mm. So there's a, there's a case to be made around uh, 18 and above, mm. uh, but also uh, because uh, from a democratic point of view, those people who are under uh, uh, 16 also constitute a formidable uh, part of the population and are affected the most by policy decisions, for example, around education. Yes. Uh, they could, they, 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 you, you, you could make an argument for them to be, to, 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 to be involved. May we take a little break and come back and wrap up? Okay, not a problem. It's 18 minutes after 8. Hashtag Fresh Politricks. We're hanging out with Ongama Mtimka, lecturer and researcher at Nelson Mandela University. I don't think you're ready for this. Malum's on decks on Metro FM. If I did not know better, I'd say these two are... Bomatwe, the wizards, Malum's on decks featuring Toshi, Inchizio on Metro FM. It's 21 minutes after 8. We're wrapping up fresh politics, but first we're going to get to your traffic update with Rob Busy. Dear Mr. Producer, it's probably an oversight on your part, but we don't play R. Kelly on this show. Yours, the guy that you work for. Stogie T, Questa, Mugs, J Molly, Pretty Flowers, hashtag Fresh Breakfast. Taz Neem says, Pretty Flowers by Stogie T should seriously be played on radio stations globally. Super hot, I tell you. You are super right, Taz Neem. That's a banger. It's 8.30, and Politsolognani has your sports update, uh, courtesy of SABC Sports, and um, from our newsroom, the mother of the cows, the caffeinator, if you will. Wow. But you're raising a calf, aren't you? A caffeinator. You're a caffeinator. Um, yeah, she's got your headlines. Earlier on, we played a promo 
uh, that had an R. Kelly song on it. Mm -hmm. And um, I had to uh, uh, give a disclaimer about that. Because we made a conscious decision that we shan't play any R. Kelly on the show. But to our producer's defense, that's a promo he cut. Way before everything. Uh, Yeah, uh, before the house of cards came uh, tumbling down. But yes, uh, for the record, we don't play R. Kelly on the show. It's time for your news headlines. Here is Angie Kumalo. We are talking fresh politics. We do that every single Monday morning. And uh, this morning we're hanging out with Ongama Mtimka, lecturer and researcher at Nelson Mandela University. Thank you for rejoining us, sir. Thank you for indulging us. Uh, it's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. We're looking at the EFF manifesto. It was launched uh, this past weekend at the giant stadium in Soshanguve. And among the changes the party have promised the electorate is to remove provinces, create only national and local government structures. How feasible is that? It's a desirable idea uh, in the sense that the provincial structures do tend to actually uh, you know, derail the the processes of, for example, intergovernmental relations that are necessary to execute some of the mandates that should be driven by uh, national. And so they go ahead have to go via province, following its own their own administrative processes. And I think the idea has also come before uh, from within the ANC circles, especially when you consider the fact that you've got district municipalities or metros, mm. uh, which a buffer between local government and, 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 and national government. And you could easily strengthen those departments at a national level and also at a, at a, at a, at a local uh, district and local levels. In fact, if you look at housing, for example, mm. uh, the municipalities that meet a certain uh, a, a criteria do get to be upgraded to uh, a status where they get funding allocation directly from, from, from national and managed projects. Mm. So, 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 so that has been explored within the funding space only with metros. And I think it's something that can be done, actually, with every other aspect of service delivery. In fact, the examples of systems that work globally, why do we stick to systems that are clearly either fallible or not working? Sometimes uh, it's for political expediency. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think at other times the fear of the unknown. Um, and it may have to do also with the fact that you've got... Uh, retirees that dominate our political system. So the extent to which they're able to accommodate ideas which don't fit in quite perfectly in the norms, um, it becomes very slow to to, to do so, among other things, obviously. In in fact, has anyone ever done any research to find out why it is that the electorate, being as young as it is, keeps voting for people that are past retirement age? Yeah, it would be very interesting, uh, uh, Justice. So we've got, sorry, uh, Fresh, we've got a lot of people uh, who, who, who are exploring the idea of, of, who've looked into, for example, youth turnout at elections and whether it's affected by representativity. Yes. So far, in terms of what else, the research that I've come across is that there isn't a very direct link between representativity and the extent to, and, and, and voter uh, behavior. Uh, and also, if you look at 
where politics of young people are channeled. It's mainly been in political formations mm. uh, and and at university campuses. And in, 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 in political formations, they, they usually just represent what is the mobilized position by the mother bodies of political parties. So, for example, uh, the Youth League, for me, I think the last time it had an agenda was uh, during Julius Malema's time, actually, uh, with the cardinal pillars that ended up being, uh, you know, the, 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 the basis of the EFF policy thinking. Mm. But before, but, 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 but before, and, and in fact, even in that time, uh, the, the, the tension between driving an agenda which was youth-owned uh, and playing or fitting into the gambits of senior politicians in the mother body was always there, but mm-hmm. you still had it. But in the, in, the, in, the, in the recent past, what's happened is that the ANC Youth League was drawn exclusively to the politics and gambits of uh, uh, the seniors. Yes, to the extent that you couldn't even have a political program. So that's mm. why I was thinking, uh, it, it, when they cried foul at Nasrach, for example, that uh, the, the majority of people elected were skewed towards the old. I, was, uh, I mean, that's exactly an outcome of how they have played the game. So mm. you're quite right in the sense that, in saying, we, the young people tend to, uh, 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 first of all, are not mobilized, unless they are being mobilized behind uh, nefarious agendas mm. of those that are senior. Sure. Now, before we let you go, you've seen uh, the top three manifestos, uh, the ANC, DA, the EFF. Based on the manifestos alone, if you were voting today, how would you vote? Um, <laughs> strange enough, I was, uh, I was answering that question to a friend yes. offline. So here's the thing for me. It's not the manifestos uh, and, the, and, the, and the substance thereof that will determine my vote. It's integrity questions and character issues. The politicians will say what they need to get votes. Yes. But what they will not fool South Africans about is uh, their character. And, and I think the media has done a great job in exposing some of these, but has not done much in exposing others. So, 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 short answer is for me, it's going to be a, a character question, not who has got the best manifesto. Besides, we are all agreed about South Africa as South Africans mm. about what our problems are, what the solutions are in general, and we gravitate towards an equilibrium there, and how to resolve them. Where the issue is is leading. Uh, administrative apparatuses and political apparatuses to actually achieve what we want as a country. Okay, so let me load a second bullet. So based on character, you're voting today, who would you vote for? (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to go there. But I I always say, though, that uh, when I I voted in the past two uh, elections, yes, I I threw my vote away to a political party whose political agenda I did not agree with. Mm. But uh, I I wanted them to be in parliament for one reason or another. So there's a lot of... uh, So so, so if you're looking at me as a a maximizing voter, in that instance, I didn't vote for uh, 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 the party that I believed had the best manifesto. Ah, So Uh, it was strategic. 
absolutely. So it was, how do you balance the political system as opposed to yes. voting for the party that I think has got the best policy framework? Will the EFF make it past 10%? I want to suspect that it's going to go close there. I see the, the, the polls uh, put it somewhere between uh, 7 8%. I think I saw one. Uh, I think by Ipsos late last year, which 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 pushed it to about nine percent, mm. uh, but it seems to have to not have retained it. My view is that when you get a wider election, a, a, a wider base of voter of, of of data to be considered, the EFF might grow uh, to between eight to ten percent. Mm. Sir, thank you so much for your time. Like I said earlier on, you were patient with us, and uh, we 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 appreciate that. Hopefully, we'll have you on the show again soon.